Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. We are back here on Loud and Local. If I sound like a frog, don't worry, man. I'm a bit under the weather. I got my tea. I'm hanging out here with Tony from Dragged Under. What's going on, dude? Hey, how's it going? It's going great, man. We uh, we kind of caught up a little bit off the air, and uh, you got several other members of your band that aren't here tonight, so let's introduce those first as yeah. well. Yeah, well, there's Ryan. Ryan was supposed to be here tonight. Um, he's got some family stuff going on, though, so he couldn't make it. And then uh, Josh is in France right now, so he's wow. visiting his family. Wow. That's awesome. So he's probably not listening. Um, He'll listen to the podcast later. Breakfast time there now. Um, Kaylin is our drummer, who you've met before. He's in a band called Clay City. Yeah. And then uh, Hell yeah. Hans, uh, Hans Hesberg. That's our real name, Wolfgang, by the way, which is way cooler That's amazing. Than Hans. Yeah. But he likes to be called Hans. I told him the next okay. tour that uh, he's he's going to go by Wolf, and that's it. Yeah. And there's not really anything you can Wolf, do Wolf, dude. It. So if he wants to be an official full-time member, he's got to go by Wolf for like like... 30 plus days. <laughs> but yeah, he's our bass player. He's the most talented and handsome guy in the band. Um, but tonight we have you, man. It's all you, dude. Yeah, it's about me tonight. It, it's so all enough you. about those guys. So Tony, you are the singer of Dragged Under. And uh, we, you know we have to uh, um, at least mention, you've been in the studio before a couple times yeah. uh, for your band Rest Repose. Uh, right. If you're familiar with them, they actually, uh, you may have seen them around. They played a lot of local shows. They played uh, quite a bit on tour and they put out a killer uh, record and an EP. Uh, we played the hell out of it. And uh, then that band folded. You you started dragged under so let's go back to the uh yeah. kind of the, the, that time with rest, rest repose uh i know that you and ryan kind of uh stayed as a unit and uh and then continued on uh what made you guys uh kind of split ways and then want to start up with dragged under uh, the biggest thing was just like differences in personality um we had a tour planned like towards the end of rest repose that got canceled our drummer had quit like right at the end of right before we were supposed to leave for that tour so we just were kind of like holding the pieces like what do we do with this thing yeah a broken machine and just like do we is it even more salvaging and um and jared our our guitar player jared dines didn't really want to do it anymore either sure um, to no fault of his own he's busy right like the dude yeah. is like trying to grow his brand on youtube and stuff like that and so we were like at this crossroad of like well what do we do how do we how do we move forward from this so we we went on this the last tour we had gone on was a band called i set to kill mm-hmm. and our uh producer was playing bass for them his name is hiram and on the road we were just talking about how like we were you know, as I mean, as the singer of the band, I was like, this is not really what I want to do. I'm singing someone else's songs. Sure. I'm like, this music I don't really care about. It's kind of da- like dad rock stuff. And I'm, you know, I'm a group of hardcore kid in LA. Like I yeah. want to go back to like stage diving and stuff. And he was like, well, let's write a record. And I was like, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> so he's like, dude, just trust me, come to the studio. Like we'll, we'll, we'll write some songs. Yeah. And, and that's what we did. So when we were in the studio, it, we started writing these songs and we were writing what you hear today as dragged under. And it just didn't feel like rest repose. It didn't make sense. It yeah. was like, well, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do, I don't want to start this foot off on the last one we, we had. Like I want to start something brand new. Yeah. I want to start my own thing and I want to not be the third singer of Rest Repose. I want to be the first singer of Dragged Under. Yeah. So that kind of was what made it make sense for us is it was just like, it's so different. It's not going to be well received by our fans. Um, it might've been a lot of people think generally that Dragged Under is better than Rest Repose, but 
you know, it was just like such a departure and it wouldn't be fair, I don't think, to the fans either. Yeah. To like, you know this band you really liked? Like, here's a bunch of music that doesn't sound like them anyway. It's like, well, why don't we just start over? Yeah. So we kind of scorched earth and um, started Dragged Under from from the ashes of what was Rest Repose. Um, and Josh Fluff and I were playing in Rest Repose at the end. Yeah. And so it just made sense for the three of us, you know, the, the interested parties to continue to play music. And those guys have always been down. Like, yeah. just write music, you know, till their ears bleed are just like, can drop everything to get in the van. And like, those are the qualities of, of bandmates that I want, like so much more important than like what they look like or, you know, their age, yeah. or like where they come from, or, you know, stupid stuff like that. It's like, who are the dudes that like when, the, when, when the ball is in our court are going to be like, all right, cool. I can, I can deal with this. I can run with this. And it's happened, you know, that where we've had, we've had two days notice to drop our whole lives and go on tour and we've done, we've done it. Yeah, so. tell me about that. So what it was... Uh... So we had... The, there was a band called Being as an Ocean. Do you remember yeah. that band? Oh, yeah. Okay, so they so yeah. they they had a band drop off their tour. And our manager was like, yo, you guys want to go out with Being as an Ocean? And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Like, that, that, that sounds like fun. He's like, he uh, was like, Wednesday. Straight up. <laughs> not Yeah, like, no exaggeration. It was Monday. And he's like, you leave on Wednesday. I was Whoa. like, okay, what is it start? And he's like, LA. So I literally was like... Josh, like, come to my house. We're like, right now, we gotta yeah. go. Like, the tour literally starts in two days. We have to leave. So, Pack Josh, your bags, and I, bro, pretty dude, the ba- that was it. Like, yeah. and now we just keep our bags packed because yeah. it could happen at any time. With 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 us, it was like so. So, Fluff Ryan was already going to be in LA for something else, so he was just going to stay there and meet us. Our drummer at the time had to work, so he was going to fly down as well. And then our bass player at the time, Zesty, was going to like work on his schedule of getting around there. And so we bought like eight plane tickets, spent like a thousand dollars in plane tickets drove the van to LA and get a call like outside of Bakersfield from our manager. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like driving almost to LA and we're going to stop and sleep. And he was like, turn around. And I was like, Oh dude, are you serious? And he's like, yeah, they canceled the tour. Oh, so they pulled the whole thing. And we were like, I was like, dude, we're already in LA. Like, what are we supposed to do? And he's like, smile and just say thanks for the opportunity and know that nobody can ever take away the fact that you guys were willing. And I was just like, that doesn't make me feel better. (laughs) That sucks. Because a basement show. Come on. That's what I said. And the, the worst part about it was like, the reasoning for them canceling the tour was so bogus. It was just like the least punk rock thing in the world. Because apparently there was like low presale turnouts. Oh, yeah. And they were just like, well, like, so what? Yeah. Like, yeah, 100 people to you is nothing, but like, 100 people to you is that's a lot. more people than, yeah. Yeah, 100 more people than we were, than we're going to play for when we go back home. So, damn, dude. Yeah, well, it was a bummer. All that time, I mean, uh, it's paying off now. You guys just at- announced you're going to be going uh, as main support for the used. Yeah, crazy, right? That's huge. I mean, I, I still remember watching the used uh, box of sharp objects video on MTV two yeah. and bl- getting blown away. Like, what is this new thing? Like screamo. Oh my God. And then it just blew up from there. Like used was, was like a one step one in that like breakthrough. And then, you know, they were before, you know, taking back Sunday and all that stuff and, and they're still at it and they have a humongous uh, reach as far as that music goes. And just the fact that you guys are going to go on tour with them. Uh, first yeah. off, Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. It's funny because like, I think I have a similar experience to you with like how I found out about that band. Yeah. Um, one of my buddies in, in sixth grade, I remember, through Mrs. Johnson's class, I can like remember where he was sitting and he was writing down these things on paper and he was writing lyrics to Box of Sharp Objects. Nice. Uh, or excuse me, no, no, it was The Taste of Ink. It was like, is it worth it? Can you even hear me? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, what is this? And he was like, oh, it's this band. And his brother was in a band at the time, and that's kind of what made me want to be a musician because his yeah. brother was just the coolest. Okay, and he was a great singer. Yeah, and um, kind of like what made me want to be a singer. Even yeah. was just like watching him on stage and being like, "He's so cool. He's so like poised. He's got it all figured out." Um, but but I remember him being like, "It's this band called The Used," and I was like, "I'd never heard of this." But this dude always brought things to school. Like he brought like 
his brother was on the street teams for all these oh, bands, yeah. like Glassjaw, yeah. and he would bring like stickers of like the Soundwise record. Street Team. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I don't know exactly what it was, but yeah, he had like the Incubus used like Glassjaw stickers all the, the time. The Glassjaw tape. Yes, the yep. record with yep. the yep. dude. Yeah, so I was just like, what is like who were all these bands? So he he would bring me like mixes and stuff with mm-hmm. CDs with like this is like a burned copy of like you know the used like yeah. their self titled album, and I just remember being like almost scared of the music. Yeah, because it was the first my first exposure to like somebody screaming so hard that they're like throwing up. Oh yeah. So yeah, the, so to be going on tour with the used is just like. I don't know. Part of me, it's like one of those don't meet your heroes moments, you know, because I'm just like, what if they're mean? <laughs> wow. Well, you never know. But but our our manager, Joey, plays guitar in the U's. Oh, that's dope. So man. so there was a connect there. That's um, sick. Not to say we didn't get it on our merits. They wouldn't be taking us if we sucked. But Oh, yeah. But yeah, it was just like when he presented to Doesn't the band, hurt. they were like, yeah, this band's sweet. Let's bring him. And that's was so like, dope. Ah. Yeah, which was nice because like I said, we, you know, we got kind of kicked in our teeth with that being as an ocean tour. So it was like we needed something. Yeah. Like we, we needed wind in our sails again. So what's the details on Are you guys going to be playing a Seattle date at all? Or? No, there's okay. not a Seattle date and the whole tour sold out. Oh, so it's one of those Jesus. things. It's kind of cool. Right. All right. Yeah, it's a bummer, but it's also kind of cool because I'm like, we don't have to promo. Yeah. Like, there's no pressure to be like, tickets are still on sale. You can still get tickets. It's like. And that's the kind of show where people aren't going to like show up late. They're going to exactly. show up in time to watch every band. And, and there's only two that. bands. Yeah. Like you guys and then the used. And they're going to be buying yeah. your merch. And, they're going to be lining up. Yeah. That's the, I mean, that's, the, I, we're, we both come from like the kind of jaded hardcore scene where like kids will just show up late. Yes, and, we do. And, and, and buy merch for only the cred bands. But these kids are going to be stoked and, and they're yeah. young enough to, uh, you know, I, I would say I don't know. Does do you still have a young audience, or is it is no, it just all? I would say it's older people, but but that's fine. Yeah. Like those people have money to buy merch. There you those go. Those people have the time to get into the show and stand in line and like, you know, buy the tickets that are going to sell out. Like they're dedicated enough to be on the computer right when the tickets went on sale because most of the dates sold out in like two minutes. That's insane. So these people care enough to yeah. like show up early and like you said, there's two bands. Like if there was four bands, I'd be like, oh man, we're opening this this show, and I'd still be stoked, but at yeah. the same time, be like, like you know, I want like this Knock Loose tour. We were just talking about Knock Loose. I went to the one in LA, which is a sellout, 2,500 cap, <clears throat> um, Anaheim House of Blues. Yeah. And the, actually, that was a good show. But but here in Seattle, I think CU Space Cowboy played for like 30 people. Oh. By the end of the night, though, the room is sold out. Yep. So it's like, being the opening band is like, it's tough. So when they were told us, I was like, so who, so who else is it? And I was hoping like, you never know, like, yeah, Thursday is going to be there. Yeah, like, yeah. who, you know, who could come? Um, and they were like, just no, just, just you guys. And I was like, oh what? my God, yeah, that's the dream. Like <laughs> yeah. we don't have to compete with anybody. Oh yeah. They're going to see, be like, they're all going to come there and buy the used merch, yeah. but th- we don't have to be like on a menu of other bands mm-hmm. to support. It's yeah. like, do you, or do you not want to support the other band? Yeah, absolutely. Which is tough. It's just like, what a blessing, you know? It's huge. And when does that start? Starts on, we leave, on, we leave on the 14th to go to NAM. Cool. Uh, and then immediately after the NAM show, it starts on the 21st in San Diego. And we played the, the Troubadour, which is yeah. crazy because my mom is like, oh, Elton John played there, you know? Oh, my God, like, The yeah. perspective is a lot cooler because yeah. parents can actually understand, like, the measurement of, like... Now you're cool to your mom. Yeah, exactly. I finally made it. Like, after, after all this time, she finally gets what I'm doing, you know? That's amazing, dude. Yeah. So we're talking to Tony from uh, the band called Dragged Under. You can check them out. Uh, they are going to be doing a huge tour with the used, and uh, they're going to be doing big things in 2020. They've already done uh, quite a bit of, of groundwork and, and big things in, on their own level. Uh, so you guys have a song called Hypochondria. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go into this one. Uh, is this so you guys have an EP out, or you're just no. kind of releasing singles? Yeah. So so eventually, um, the plan is to, to give the people the rest of the album eventually, yeah. but people... You know, like inside baseball, you know, people consume music different nowadays. You don't yeah. listen to a, a CD front to back. Like 
most people won't even get to the end of the CD. So for us, it made the most sense to be like, we're a brand new band. How do we maximize our exposure, both from like a like a um, analytical level, but also from like you know just pe- playing on people's emotions, and that's to give them one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. And people like, especially nowadays, you have platforms like Vine and like stuff like that, where it's like, oh yeah, TikTok? TikTok, yeah, TikTok is like they want something right now, consume yeah. it immediately, it's over. What's the next thing? Yeah. So if we give them an album like right away. With Rest Your Pose, we never did a single ramp, yeah. ever. We just were like, here's an EP, here's an album. So much of it is going to be lost, yeah. It is. And, and we already have almost we already have almost 900,000 plays on the f- f- the four songs we've released. Good Lord, yeah. Yeah, right? Crazy. And like, these are our first four songs that have ever yeah. gone out. Just give them something to focus on. That's yeah. right. Like, hone in on our sound. Do you like this? Okay, tight. Consider buying the record. So, yeah, we've got four singles, and then we're going to do one more single, then we'll release the album. Nice. So you just, I don't have a date yet, but you got to suffer through one more single yeah. release and then we'll give it to you. And we're actually going to be kind of teasing you with a few seconds from that, oh, about yeah. 30, 40 seconds of that song tonight. So that's something to look forward to right now. We got hypochondria It's dragged under Tony. Let's hit it. Hit it. Hit it. It's dragged under here on loud and local. Over my personal love Scream 
got Tony hey. from the band Dragged Under. That was a band you just heard. Hypochondria is a single, and uh, they have four songs released so far. We're going to be playing you a little bit of a snippet of one of their new songs, uh, and they're going to be going on tour with the Used Man. Sold out all over the U.S. Is yeah. that right? Most of the U.S. But Most yes, the US, it's, uh, I think we got the word the other day that it was completely sold out. Which is and you can't see right now, but he's ear to ear grinning. <laughs> he's stoked, man. He's <laughs> that's awesome, man. So I, I'm happy for be? you. Who wouldn't be? Oh, absolutely, man. You should be. It's a great way to start the year. No uh, kidding, right? So you guys started things off in 2019, right? Dragged Under is 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 a new thing in 2019, right? You've been a band for eight months. Okay, yeah. yeah. Big moves, That's man. crazy, right? Because yeah. and our our producer reminds us of that all the time, and our manager too, because you know we've getting labels that are contacting us and like having serious meetings with them. We've had offers that we've turned down, um, and it's crazy because he's like, you know, you've been a band for eight months, right? And I'm like, yeah, and he's like maybe you should consider these offers. <laughs> it's like, no, like, you know, people, people have been telling us that no, our, manager, what worth, man. our manager knows our worth. He's the yeah. one that's fighting for us the most to be like, no, nah, I'll take this. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter if, if there's oil companies knocking on your door, it means there's oil under your house. Yeah. You know, like you it's want the oil. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so, but other people have been like, you're going to say no to that label. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like, something down the road. Yeah. For sure. Right. Yeah. Somebody will come or if we self-release, like it is what it is. Like, uh, you know, luckily I'm in a position where I have the money saved up to to front the band, like I'll be the label. I don't give. Oops, it's all sorry. Good. Dang it, sorry. Do my first one. It's all good. Okay, I said a bad word. That's why you maybe heard it <laughs> cut out. <laughs> but I don't. I don't care. I don't mind. Um, you know, putting up all my capital to make sure that this thing floats. Yeah, that's how you have to be if you want to be a success, successful band. Well, uh, so. Uh, if you're just tuning in, this is Tony from Dragged Under, and we're talking about. Uh, so he was actually they he was in a successful band uh, called Rest Repose, and you guys uh, you guys blew it up, scorched earth, and and then started over with Dragged Under, yeah. and you guys went for a more hardcore approach. It's like yeah. melodic hardcore style. Um, Rest Repose was a lot more of the like melodic rock style um, with some metalcore tinges here and there, yeah. but it was definitely more like melodic rock style, um, radio friendly. Sure, uh, you guys started over and uh what made you like are you what were some of your early influences as far as like obviously you can tell that you're into hardcore music yeah, uh, yeah. what what got you into hardcore and, and and why did you decide to go back to you know maybe your first love yeah well so to start long story short you know with first repose we we had lost a singer in the middle of a tour so yeah. i was kind of like limping us along till the tour is over we get home like our wounds and like recollect and figure out what our next move was whether we got a new singer, that would be our third singer. Yeah. Or if I stayed on vocals, either way, it's our third singer. But I was just like, I don't really want to be that guy. Like, I don't, this, this music is fine if I'm playing guitar or bass, you know, like I don't mind writing stuff like this. But if I'm the front of the band, uh, it's really tough for me to be energetic and excited about this type of music unless it's, we're playing to massive rooms. Like, it's like, you know, it's trying to be like, what do they say? Like, uh, champagne on a beer budget or something. It's nice, like that yeah. where I'm like, I'm in front of these rooms and like, we're playing this like stadium rock to yeah. 10 people. And I'm just like, yeah, like, <laughs> like to like all five people in the room. And you're just like, who cares? You know, yeah. like who literally who cares? And some of the shows were great, but at the end of the day, it was like this, this type of music doesn't lend itself to a small room where I can yeah. go crazy, sweat, rip my shirt off, hang from the rafters. And that's what I want to do. Like my heroes, you know, get in trouble at venues for like doing stuff they shouldn't be doing. Sure. And, and like the crowd just eats them up and that's what I want to be as a frontman. I don't want to be like this composed dude that's got my costume on and like, yeah. you know, my beard's not too long and I'm trimmed and I'm like cute for the lady type of thing. Like I don't want to do that. I just want to do things that are raw and real and, and emotional. And for me, it w- wasn't rest repose. Um, Cause I was never meant to be the singer and like trying to write stuff like that too. Like trying to write stuff like Tanner, 
for all his faults, was a great writer for that type of music because yeah. he could write just vague enough to like attract the audience, but not so much that he would lose them. And I'm like, you're way more you, personal. And yeah, I'm just like, I want to talk about up, like yeah. the fact that I like always think I'm dying. Like when I feel like don't feel good. Like yeah. I, I want to talk about my obsession with like m- like my body decaying from the inside out. Like that's what hypochondria is essentially about. It's like. Every time I feel something weird, like this weird hitch in my side, I'm just like, I'm all good, man. Uh, I'm having such a hard time. I no. forget we're on the radio. I can't say bad words. All right. It's all good. That's the last one, I promise. There you go. Um, what would be your Mount Rushmore of hardcore, dude? So like the <sighs> the big four for you. What okay. would be your like uh, four CDs you would give a kid if he's like never heard hardcore before? Dang, dude. Tough. Okay, so the Warriors, um, War is Hell. Okay. That was like... Hell yeah. I had a license plate that said Set the Stage, The Ambush Begins. Like oh, the license yeah. plate frame. That's um, amazing. That band like legit got me really, really into hardcore. Um, probably um, Ramallah. Oh yeah. Um, but a Whimper. Um, Comeback Kid, Broadcasting. Nice. And Green Day American Idiot. I know it's not hardcore. Yeah. But it's... Like the mix of punk and hardcore that we do, like my love for punk rock would not exist without international super hits. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like that band still means a lot to me. I love Green Day. Yeah. Like straight up, my mom bought me that CD. Yeah. Um, international super hits. Shout out to your mom. Shout out mom. She has no idea that she created this monster. Oh my God. Yeah. Some kind of monster, Metallica style. Uh, so, in, in case you're just tuning in, uh, Tony from Dragged Under, I got to ask him the 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 uh, of course trademark question here on Loud and Local. What is the first album you purchased on your own? Not your mom giving it to you, not the cool older brother, just your your own my own money, own money, CD, tape, vinyl, whatever it is, whatever format. Um, so at Hot Topic, they used to have the little like thing you could push. They used a, to have music at Hot Topic. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah, yes. and TV used to play music too. You could push a button on a, like a thing, right? Oh yeah, and it would yeah. be like this is this band. Yep. And I remember, um, I was already, I was already a fan of Let Live, and I already knew those dudes. But I remember going in there and being like, oh my god, they're selling their CD at Hot Topic. Yeah, they made it. Yeah, you know. So I remember clicking on that and hearing the first song, um, just being like, oh my god, it was so fast, and immediately it was like like just funky like punk rock, super fast song, and I was like. I don't know what this is, but I'm buying it like yep. right now. Cause it was nothing like the, the album before that. Um, so that was the first CD that I ever remember like walking into a place, purchasing, like unwrapping, putting in my car and just, it was in the tape deck for months. Nice dude. Not a tape deck. There's no, I didn't have a tape deck. CD deck. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> the CD deck. And, uh, you know, shout out to the guys from let live uh, doing fever three, 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 man. That's, they played Pain in the Grass this past year. I was there. That, they were amazing. That yeah. was the best band of the show. They they blew me away. That's that's them every time they play. It was insane. Yeah. All right, we're going to go into a couple more songs here. Uh, dragged Under, we got uh, Here for War and then Riot. Uh, anything you want to say about the songs? We just jam them. Um, here for War is, um, this is the first time I'm actually saying this to anybody. This song is about Tanner. Uh, I wrote this when we were originally Rest Repose. The lyrics are, are about like basically you know, you trying to be in a band with people who don't give a poop. Um, see that? Yeah, I didn't swear. You got it. Um, people who don't care, people who like you know, make a mess of your ambition and like aren't helping push the needle f- forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's basically a song about being like, I'm taking back this thing from you and, yeah. and I'm not going to let you like slow down what we're doing. No ill will towards him now, but at the time I was very pissed. Yeah. Um, and then what is the other one we're playing? Riot? Uh, we're going, yeah, Riot. Riot is, is essentially like my anthem to everybody discovering politics right now, which is basically just like, it doesn't matter if this administration, the next one, the one after that, or the one before this one, government is not your answer. Like community is your answer. 
Fair enough. Like that's punk rock. It's yeah. Like taking care of yourself and just being like part of an awesome community and taking care of other people in your community. And oh like, yeah. Don't trust, don't trust the government. To Left like solve, or right. Solve your yeah, problems. Exactly. It doesn't matter so. where you stand. Right on, man. Again, it's Tony from Dragged Under. Here's some Dragged Under. It's Loud and Local on The Rock. It's a crime to resist it Can't even use what you own 
start a riot, never keep us quiet. Fighting on it. We're here on Loud and Local, and we're hanging out with Tony from Dragged Under. Again, huge 2019 for this band. They've only been around for eight months, and they are going on a huge, completely sold-out tour with The Used. Yes. Closest it's coming is Portland, so when is yeah. that date, and when can we drive down and try and scalp tickets? <laughs> you know what? This tour, I actually had people commenting on my Instagram, like spam-botting on my Instagram, like, what do you need dates for, bro? I got tickets, bro. Oh, and my God. That's amazing. Yeah. It was like, like in those Facebook events things that just it. get totally scammed? Yes. Um, so Portland, if if you can find a ticket, uh, it's pretty early in the tour. It's on the 26th of okay. January at the Hawthorne Theater. Nice, dude. Um, but yeah, I mean, come down if you can. I mean, I'd love to. I'd love to see some people from Seattle. Yeah, I was literally on the website the morning of because we don't have a guest list for LA because it's like an industry show. Oh yeah. So I was trying to get tickets for my mom, and I'm in the band that's playing, and I couldn't get tickets. So I had to like beg our managers, like, please get please. my mom in. <laughs> We'll, so we'll find someone to usher her in, yeah. Yeah, we'll sneak her in the merch boxes. There you go. Uh, speaking of merch boxes and 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 uh, music, and you know, obviously we can't come out to a show since there's no Seattle date. I'm sorry. But where can we find your music, and where can we purchase your music, and uh, you know, buy some merch, get ourselves outfitted with a nice dragged under tee? Um, if you go to draggedunder.com, most of the stuff is there. You have a website. Yeah. Holy crap! You guys have a website. <laughs> yeah. Not just social media. No. That's incredible. If, if our website is basically a, a landing page for okay. the social okay. media. Fair enough. But still, so but you still. can you can reach our booking agent. It's the principle. Of and matter. find our social media and our music on the website. But yeah, we have a website. Um, it's still important, I think, to yeah, centralize yeah. your content. Yeah. Because social media is not fun. We don't like it. So it's like, I can just be like, go to dragdarner.com and you can find all of it. Like, I don't And it could plug. disappear at any time. Totally. Yeah, they could pull. Who Instagram knows? Could pull, and, and they could just pull your account by itself. They don't have to like take the platform off. I can't tell you how many bands have been like, our account just got deleted. I don't know why. So it's just like, I hey, think it happened. I don't want you to be like, at dragdarner might be gone soon. I don't know. Well. So you're bringing the power back to yourselves yeah. and just go to dragdunder.com and, uh, you know, keep updated with them. And so you guys, <clears throat> sorry, my voice is going, but uh, you guys are going to be releasing something very big here in 2020. And we're yeah. going to tease uh, with a song called Chelsea. We have about 45 seconds of it that you've uh, you've brought up tonight. Yeah. So tell me about Chelsea. So Chelsea's my fiance. Um, so wow. the song essentially is written about um it was always about her, but it wasn't called Chelsea originally. Um, and when we were, I was in the studio just like thinking about lyrics. I didn't like the last line of the, of the chorus. And I was just like, I just am not feeling this last line. I want something better. And I was like, what rhymes with this? And I was like, oh, Chelsea. And then, and then I like the light flipped in my head and I was like, oh, we need to have a cool song about a girl. Like, let's do it. Yeah. So, I, so we basically made the song. And it's not just a girl. It's the girl. It's the girl. It's my, yeah, yeah my fiance, the person that I will hopefully spend the rest of my life with. But the song essentially is about how, you know, I, I make these mistakes and I've not, I've not ever been a perfect boyfriend or, or fiance to yeah. her. Um, nothing catastrophic, but just little things like, you know, not taking out the garbage or just being a, a mean guy, you know, yeah. throwing stuff or punching holes in walls, you know, when I was younger. Just okay, Kyle, <laughs> monster <laughs> energy. But just being like, you know, being like that jerk that we all never want to be, but sometimes totally. expose yeah. ourselves as in front you of own the people up we to love. It, yeah. So this song essentially is like 
half of it is an apology and half of it is like, you know, my promise to her to like always just be there. And, and more or less like my dote, my, like, I don't know, I don't know how to say it, I guess, but my thanks to her, I guess, for just being like awesome always. And like seeing past those moments of like weakness or insecurity that I say something that I don't mean or say something hurtful or act like an idiot. Yeah. So, the, yeah, the song's, the song goes out to you. Right on. Well, here's 45 seconds of it. Brand new song by Dragged Under. It's called Chelsea. It's loud and local on the rock. There I go again repeating my mistakes. You give your heart to me with trust that it won't break. Anticipate apologies. Happiness not guaranteed. Try to make peace with my past, but it's my enemy. Refuse to speak with me. Can't look in my eyes. When you see someone staring back that you don't recognize. That is an earworm if I've ever heard one, dude. That is going to be stuck in my head. I got to get the full version I will. of that, I'll man. Send it to okay, you. Okay. I'll send you the album after this. Right. Thank, cool I appreciate you. it. I, I will not be giving that to anyone else. But when can uh, people get the album? Do you have a release date? Do you we know? don't have a release date for the album yet, but okay. we will have one by the third. So, so that song, Chelsea, is going to be released on the third. Awesome. Um, and... Uh, at that point, we will have like a definitive release. Sure. We're still waiting on some of the logistical things to finish up. And okay. Ideally, we want to have the album out by the tour so we can be selling physical copies there you go. on the road yeah. and get get them first week numbers up, you know? Yeah. yeah. Do it, man. Get on Billboard like you did with uh, with your last yeah, band, yeah. Rest this, this one should just, you know, the streams alone, like I said, almost will be over a million by then. So Amazing. hopefully now they're, they're counting streaming uh, numbers into yeah. like your first week sales, which is insane. It's crazy. If you care about a band, buy their album in the first week. Like that's the biggest thing you can do for yeah. a band because it shows up on the charts and it makes them look way cooler than they actually are. Yeah, buy and like fifteen copies of the album. And there's like honestly, there's not that many people that buy albums for mainstream no. artists anymore. So if you buy an, an underground band's uh, album, it gives them so much support. A ton, a ton. Yeah. Well, obviously financial first and foremost. Oh, yeah. But secondary, like like I said. Album or um, labels and, and managers and agents, that's what they're looking at. They want to see a band come out of nowhere and mm-hmm. smack them in the face yeah. with with their first release. Um, and, and that would be a big feather in our cap if our first week numbers charted us, you know, on, on these billboard um, charts. Let's get them there. Let's get them there. Dragged Under again. Tony from Dragged Under. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Uh, this is your last chance, man. Who do you want to thank? Who do you want to shout out? Jeez. Obviously, Chelsea. Of course. Of I don't course. know if she's, I wonder if she's listening. She might be like sleeping by now. She might check out the podcast. Um, but yeah, thanks like my bandmates. Um, obviously those dudes are the reason that we can do it. Thank you so much to our management team at Moniker Management, um, Joey and Taylor. Um, those dudes have been a massive help. Thank you to Hiram, our producer for helping us bring, you know, bringing out the best of us in the studio and pushing us um, to always be the best band we can be and be Hell better yeah. than the band we think we should be. So um, yeah, my family, friends, local bands, thank you for keeping music alive. Please get out and tour so we can put Seattle back on the map. Hell yeah, man. Dude, I like it. Thanks again. Sure. And uh, keep me updated and we'll have you guys in when the album comes out and Great. all that good stuff, man. Good luck on tour with the used thank again. You so much. That's incredible. <laughs> it's like a childhood dream come true, man. Yeah. Uh, so here's Instability. Anything you want to say about this one? Yeah, this song, um, Instability is close to me because I think 
a lot of people like to blame other people for their problems. Yeah. And I, I, I like to point a lot of that back at myself and realize that I am the reason why I am negative. I am the reason why I am cynical. I'm the reason why I'm broke or sad or um, upset, not to discount anything outside factors, you know. There are definitely things that go on in your world that you can't control, but you can't control how you react to them, how you perceive them, and, and how you put your image back towards the people that see you. Yeah. So instability for me was about being like, yeah, you know what? I can choose to be sucky or, or mad about something, yeah. or I can choose to smile and just be like, yo, tour didn't work out. Bummer. Let's focus on the next thing, you know? So instability is about uh, stop stop blaming others for things you can fix. I dig it, man. Good messages here. Thanks. Dragged under again. It's instability. The fourth song here on Loud and Local. Thanks again, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Yeah.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.